This is the Gary V Audio Experience. Started my life was kind of rough. I had an awful battle. The doctor set my parents down and said my life was fragile. Perspective is the game. And Gary V the name. Just put your head down, do the work, and everything will change. Sipping tea, helping feels, yeah, that's what I wanted. Being patient, hell, and tricky if I'm being honest. See what Gary V puts in positivity. People in the audience, please raise your hand if you have a question. Um, and for your context, I'm recording this uh, over uh, StreamYard and gonna chop up some of the content potentially for Instagram or LinkedIn if I deem it something that can help people. So if you have a question, please uh, feel free to raise your hand and my wonderful team here will select you. Seth, Dustin, just look for the little hands and literally just click on the face and invite them up. And, um, and uh, let's get some questions going. Roke? Hello. Hello, my friend. Hello, Gary, how are you? I'm well, where are you from, my friend? Um, from Slovenia. Very nice, how can I help you? So, so uh, three years ago we started a business and uh, from small country and now we are selling all over the Europe. Um, so we are making around um, 15 millions. So um, we, are, we are selling through Facebook ads and Instagram and we want to, to build more brands. So, we're doing a lot of um, Instagram influencer and how, how can we make um, brands to, to make more growth? So you're trying to build more brand instead of sales DNA, right? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, so I, you know, it's, it's about content, right? You have to make content, whether it's influencers, whether it's starting clubhouse chats, there's such a big difference between building brand and building um, mm. sales. And so what you need to focus on is brand content, right? You need to focus on actually making videos and pictures that build awareness and make them hear of your product, not just click and buy your product. So I think influencers are a good play. I think TikTok is a huge play in Europe. So I would get very aggressive with content on TikTok where your website or wherever you're trying to convert is in your profile. I think YouTube pre-roll ads that are brand, not sales focused, that are very targeted between the, is a very strong play. I think starting a podcast is a very strong play. Those would be the places I would look, my friend. Thank you, Gary, um, very much for your um, help. You're welcome, my friend, good luck. Dylan. Hey, Gary, what's going on, man? Life is good, and you? It's going great. It's going great. It's a pleasure. Thanks, Dustin, for bringing me up here. Um, you know, quick question for you. So, you know, in a world where, you know, a degree is still a gatekeeper of some sorts and specific kind of, um, like, businesses, what would you recommend for people who are still pursuing it but don't have the degree yet? So let me give you some context. Please. So I own a company called Mindluck. It's a sports psychology company. I actually know Dustin because I work with him. Um, and just, you know, we, we talk sometimes. So That's awesome. I'm still in school, um, but the, the context that I bring to the table is that I'm a, a former national champion for Taekwondo. So I was number one in Canada, uh, top 40 in the world, traveled everywhere competing, representing Canada as the national team captain and all that. And along the way, I developed a, a sports psychology program based off of, you know, what I learned in the industry and what I learned just from being an athlete. And, you know, I'm in school now pursuing the degree, but I'm not there yet. 
and I've you know made a lot of progress in terms of working with UFC fighters and football players and you know some of the best in the world. But I still find sometimes that when I'm speaking with people, there's still a little bit of the well, you know, do you have your masters yet? Yes or no? And I'm just wondering. It's, you know, yeah, you're I got it. Getting through that. Uh, uh, two things. Um, never sell the unsellable. So if you walk into a meeting where you're trying to convince somebody to work with you and they harp on that, you convert it into a friendship karma acquaintance meeting, not a potential client meeting, and you potentially even cut the meeting short and then you move on to the next. I mean, you are literally talking about millions of people that could potentially be your clients and you're over-focusing on the no's instead of spending your time finding the yeses. And as you know, I would argue that all the conversations you've had, on a bad day, it's 50-50 if people give a fuck versus don't, right? Yeah, it's even less, I think. I think so too, which is why I was saying on a bad day, right? So to me, this is a non-conversation. There's too many people that are willing to work with you without the bullshit paper as a justification that you dwelling on it, even this question was a bad use of time already to that theory. My, the, I've sold things that nobody believes in my whole life. I need to have a website. I'm selling New Zealand, Spanish and Australian wine. I believe in Google AdWords versus direct mail and print. I believe in this YouTube show. I believe in Twitter. I believe in Instagram. I believe in social media. I believe in voice. I believe in podcasts. I be my whole life, I've been selling, quote unquote, things that nobody believes in, sports cards. Everybody literally laughed at me three years ago. Right, Dylan? I don't spend time trying to convince. Don't, Dylan, don't spend time trying to convince. Oh, that's a, that's a, that's a non-starter for you? It was really nice to meet you, Tyrone, Sally, Ricky Thompson. Move on. Yeah, you're right. Well, like, right? Like, what's the punchline here? Like, convincing the unconvincible is a waste of your time. I would get to it early, and not in like a dick way where you're like, hey, do you give a shit about, like, somewhere in the first five, 10 minutes of whatever time you're committing, get a sense if that's a roadblock, and if it is, I would start a referral business and say, hey, you should talk to my homie, Sarah. She's incredible. She is actually certified. The end. Yeah, you're right. And I, and I think what I do so far is I've, I've been listening to a lot of, of what you've been talking about the, over the last couple of years. So uh, what I do is I, I do some stuff for free, right? And I think, you know, I, I can credit. Yeah, but I'll be, but I'll be, uh, first of all, I love that. But I really, and thank you. But I really want you to get home on don't do something for free to somebody because they don't validate you because you don't have a degree. Like, now you're just trying to convince somebody. Don't convince anybody, Dylan. All right, thank you. You got it, brother. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. Of course. Love when this stuff helps other people as well. Ross, what's good? Zane and Tan are my team, so we won't be talking hey, to, them. Talk to them enough. Um, what's good, Ross? Yeah, what's good, man? Thanks for the, the time, Gary. So uh, I'm running some campaigns for some clients. I'm the head of social ad agency in the UK, and um, they're a very specific niche client in the tech space. And, you know, I've seen some of the reports that we've been getting from, from last month, uh, from December, and they're just not good at all. And obviously, I'm coming to them with, you know, recommendations for doing paid, you know, targeted stuff, niche on LinkedIn. But is there... Um, is there still scope for them to use Facebook? I mean, they have sort of platforms there available there, but 
I've just kind of tailored it. I've just tailored the approach to LinkedIn because I feel that's where they need to be. But, you know, is there still a space for Facebook and Instagram for these tech space clients? Are they, is it a SaaS business or is it a B2B business? It's like, it, so they're like data, so like data analytics, yeah, B2B, SaaS businesses, uh, like the very I, niche sort of products yeah, and services. No, so, I so. think I, they need to be in Clubhouse, LinkedIn, starting a podcast, maybe doing some phishing on Twitter on keywords where people are talking and they need to engage as a brand. But yeah. but general Facebook and Instagram marketing for B2B data analytics companies is a is not a best use of strategy. It's a no-go. So just completely swap that completely because some of the reports and some of the results I've seen from the you know some, from their Facebook stuff is just so poor. So Yeah, you don't have the targeting capabilities or the audience psychology to convert business results in that environment. If you're an SAP or a Salesforce, there's Oracle, there's some brand rationale to be in those platforms, but from a short-term business results, you're talking LinkedIn and becoming an original media company, podcasts, host clubhouse rooms, you know, very narrow niche shit like that. Sounds good. Cheers. Right, Gary, thanks for your time, man. You Just, you know, Gary, one more thing. Uh, jab, 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 right hook. That, that set me right on, on track to my career. So I just wanted thank to you, thank you for putting that together, man. It was a big help. It was a big help. Two things for you, Ross. One, I've decided recently, somewhere in the next decade, I'm going to write jab, 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 left hook. To, Perfect. And, uh, and then number two, uh, VaynerMedia London's growing rapidly. So keep that in mind. Good. Cheers. Hello, Vanessa. Hello, Gary. Uh, first of all, uh, sorry for my English. I'm Portuguese, and my English is not perfect. Your your Eng uh, your English is much better than my Portuguese, so uh, it's an honor. <laughs> um, and I want to say that I'm a truly fan of you. Uh, I love your work. I love what you say. Your thoughts, and I'm I'm here. I. I, it was a surprise for me to be here. Uh, I'm new in this platform. I just want to ask, what do you think of Clubhouse? Uh, do you think it will achieve a level as Instagram or Facebook? I think Clubhouse is incredible and the concept of what we're doing here is human. It's what people do in real life. They hang out in halls of conferences, at dinner tables. So I'm very bullish on this format. The, the thing that's gonna play out is, is this a feature or is this a platform? So I think Twitter's already testing a competitor. I predict that fa Facebook and Instagram are gonna create this as a feature. Most people have their audiences on those platforms and will have their own self-esteem in wrapped up in the fact that when they go into a talk on Instagram, there's 2,000 people in it. And when they go to Clubhouse, if they start a room, there's eight, or they don't even have an invite. So Vanessa, I think Clubhouse has incredible long-term upside. I also think that um, that it might be a feature. Okay. All right? Okay, thank you. You're welcome. But Vanessa, if you're asking the question, and this is for everybody here, from the perspective of, is this worth your time to spend time here? Most people don't understand that question well. Let me explain. Right now, this has a lot of attention and has a lot of very in intriguing people in the community. It's a good use of your time. Whether Clubhouse is huge in a year or not, 
The time you spend here right now while it's hot is valuable and most people worry about it going away. Everything eventually goes away. It's about maximizing attention and building reputation and community while it's hot. Yeah, yeah. Got it? Yeah, got it. Cool. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye bye. Hi, May. Or my. How do you how do you pronounce it? Hey, Gary. Good morning. It's May. May, real pleasure. My pleasure is entirely on on this side of the phone. I am a, a longtime listener, longtime disciple, and I'm a little giddy right now. Thank so you. I am coming from um, an immense place of gratitude. The amount of premium content you've delivered over the years is incalculable, and everyone here right now in this is room is um is wildly valuable I'll, I'll keep it i'll keep it short i'm known to be a bit loquacious so i'll, I'll <laughs> keep it i'll keep it tight do your um, thing may gary i was a you know what i should change that i am a internal corporate planner and was unfortunately laid off early in the pandemic from my dream yeah i i landed an internal corporate position at a biotech firm in Cambridge, Massachusetts. We were doing brilliant things in the event space with, with some pretty healthy budgets. So um, as you can imagine, um, I was able to travel the country, travel the world, and deliver some stellar programs. Um, unfortunately, I was laid off and, and understand that um, decision. And after throwing um, about two weeks of a, of a deep pity party for myself and for what my industry was suffering, I took the leap. And and Larry, um, Gary, you're a big, big part of this. I started a small boutique virtual events firm because I saw the need. Yep. To, to pivot immediately and so really kind of capitalized on that that white space that dead time where we were all just kind of shell-shocked yep and super lean super super lean hadn't done any paid advertising really leveraged all of your tools utilizing social linkedin facebook and it's a miracle story but somehow howard stern's admin found me on instagram and long long story short I designed, produced, and delivered Howard Stern's first ever virtual holiday party. That's amazing. December. Good for you. <laughs> it's, it's brilliant. And and I offer that up not as a is it braggadocious um, tidbit, more of a of a nibble of hope for, for anyone out there. Um, the internet the internet is a platform of opportunity. You know, oh period God. end of story. Is, it ever? Mm-hmm. is there May, is there anything I can answer for you? Yes, yes, let me bring it home. I feel like this miracle story is is just that and and it and it is almost bringing to life everything that you preach. I mean, it truly is. It was a I, I worked quietly, I worked patiently. I didn't tell anyone what was happening during the summer, and then it paid off. I am curious if there is a way I feel like I'm not leveraging the story because I, I feel like I'm sitting on something here you, that could convert. You just need to do what you did the first time. You need to put out content around the story. You yeah. need to go to LinkedIn yeah. right now and I don't know if you're a good writer and write you know, six paragraphs of let me tell you a story of a COVID you layoff, right? You, you need to, Gary, yes. I, I did, I, I actually posted, and again, fueled by inspiration by you about being candid and vulnerable yep. and documenting the process. I posted a story and I, I titled it a series of events. 
I love that title. May, let me tell you something. Do you know how many times I've told the world about my lemonade stands and sports cards story? <laughs> I know because I've heard them a lot. Right, so I think where you might be getting caught and a lot of people get caught is I think you need to tell the story in written video and audio form every day, okay. three times a day for the next nine, yes. 98 days. DM You're seven, you got it. DM every single events podcast, even if they have 41 listeners and go on for yep. 30 minutes and tell the story and ask them for the video footage and then chop it up yep. and then post it on your Instagram. Write another LinkedIn article more around being laid off during COVID because that's more of a title that will get totally. organic reach. Like this is just reps. What you basically just said to me totally is Gary, right, you, right, right yeah. May, you just said to me, Gary, I have not been eating well my whole life and Thursday I ate clean and worked out. I'm like, that's good, May. Now let's do it for the rest of our fucking life. <laughs> for sure. Got it? Rep. Absolutely. Got cool. It. For sure. Have a great day. For sure. Kayla, how are you? Hi, Gary. Good morning. I'm doing well. How are you? I'm well, thank you. Thanks for having me. Of My course. My question is around imposter syndrome yep. and being a young professional and wanting to pivot my career. Um, I'm in sales and wanting to pivot into a more marketing realm and just how to combat imposter syndrome. By realizing that imposter syndrome is actually just a fancy word for insecurity. Yeah. Like, and then saying, I'm insecure because these life events, this is how my mom or dad rolled. This is what happened to me at 12. This is my DNA, because I'm like my grandma. And then saying, cool, that's life, comma, nobody's better than me. I'm just, I'm just authentically candid of like, I want to be in marketing, I want to take my at-bats. When somebody says no to me, that's not bad, it's actually understandable. I'm gonna try 113 times. Somebody's eventually gonna say yes, and then I'm gonna try. When I'm trying, oh crap, this company didn't set me up for success. I quit, or they fired me, and that also doesn't mean I suck or I can't. I just need to go back to the well, because that's only one example of me getting at that. Self-esteem and self-awareness are the two biggest things that I actually speak about in a million different ways. And so, Kayla, literally, Imposter syndrome. Yep. Hello? Yes, I'm here. Oh, good. So, imposter syndrome is just, a, a, it's kind of like perfection, right? It's an excuse. And, and not a bad excuse. It's a, it's a packaging. It's a merchandising to make something palpable. You just have to recognize that you have insecurities about this jump, and that's super okay. I have insecurities about being on top of tall buildings. I had insecurities of kissing girls in high school. Like everybody has insecurities, right? And so that's cool, but it's not gonna change whether it's gonna be good or bad or indifferent. What it is gonna do is make you not do it. And you've gotta realize much like swimming or riding a bike or kissing someone or making love for the first time or all the things that we all go through in life, we make them scary in our head and then they're not scary after you do it. Awesome, thank you. Does that make sense, Kayla? Yes, it does. Like, like, do you have a sense? Like, th does that land? Like, you're like, yep. Like, that's like, like, do you get that? I do because I definitely think it's rooted in insecurity. Right, and so somebody told, like, you know, I don't want to go into like cry session, but like, 
it, you know, maybe somebody told you your whole life that you weren't good enough or you couldn't, maybe society, maybe your mom. It's, that's, you know, that's just life. That happens to a lot of people. That's the reality of it. But you have to realize, and for everybody here, all 2,000 of you, right, this is very important. If you think you're shit or you're not good enough or you can't, that was somebody else putting that in your mind. Like, like it's actually just genuinely not true. Now, that doesn't mean you can do anything. But you need to try because you actually don't know. Yeah. You know what I mean, Kayla? Go ahead. Kayla? Hi, Gary. Yes, sorry. I, yeah, I definitely I agree 100,000%. It's just kind of going deep into... Like what's, What's the worst that can happen, Kayla? They say no, you're not good enough, so you go to the next person. It's no different than Dylan earlier. Right, right. Thank you, and I appreciate that. I hope you have a great day. Listen, we really, really, really have to get into a place where we look at no as a motivator, not as a indicator to us not being good. Sezman. Hello, Gary. How are you, my friend? How do you pronounce your name, my friend? Uh, Simon is Simon. the original pronunciation. I go by Simon. Simon, got it. Simon, it's a real pleasure. Yes, yeah, it's a pleasure to uh, to uh, to be here. I really appreciate you having me. I, I very much look up to you. I am immigrant from Poland. This is actually not Poland. You know, we're pretty much from very similar region in Europe. So uh, I've been looking up into your story, and I'm very. Um, grateful that I was able to follow it and that I am able to follow it and then we have the internet so I have a capability to follow it. Thank you. So uh, I had a chance to be in the room with you. I saw you at the Fairfax uh, conference when you were with uh, Tony Robbins. Mm -hmm. Great experience. Thank you. Uh, but what I want to say, you know, uh, and we work with the ergonomics design and how to pretty much position body ergonomically at the computer. And I'm kind of going into many different areas uh, in my life. We've been kind of grinding with my wife. My wife is a physical therapist. We've been doing that for many years now. And uh, I guess my question is, I'll go right to your question so I don't need too much of your time. No worries. Uh, what's the best way to approach gamers and introduce the healthy lifestyle and uh, basically uh, start to direct them into the position that they start thinking I got it. about health smart. outside of the gaming itself. That's smart. I think that's actually a really good idea. A niche around health, like physical health lifestyle from an eating and exercise standpoint for the gaming community is a really good idea given that they sit all day. Um, it's content and reaching out. It's producing videos, audio, written words on the 10 platforms that matter. And then it's sending direct messages to 10,000, you know, 10 platforms, 10,000 direct messages, right? Make content for as many platforms as you can, whether that's one or 10, preferably 10, but that, you know, takes time and talent. And then reach out to people and say, hey, I love your, I, I think you're incredible at Twitch or I love your Call of Duty skills or your 2Ks this or this, that, the other thing. But I really think you should check out this video. And maybe you send them the best performing organic YouTube video that you've put out around the subject matter. The whole world is based on content and outreach and distribution and awareness. Yes, I agree, I agree. We, I've been reaching out much more right now since our 
concept change since we've been uh, going much into office corporate economics. I actually, I actually communicated at some point with your HR people. That's awesome. Kid, so I couldn't get to you. That's awesome. Uh, I with Sky with Right, so the, the, the fact that you got to Sky at VaynerMedia, who gets bombarded by my fans 3,000 times a day, means that you're well on your way. Just make a lot of content. That's awesome, that's awesome. I love Sabine. Uh, yeah, anyway, oh, good, I don't, I don't want to no worries, Simon, time. real pleasure. I wish you well. Um, Matt, Mark, before I go to you real quick, I need to uh, say happy birthday to my main man, Caesar, who I just brought up here, an incredible uh, part of our Team Gary family, worked with us for several years. Caesar, what's good? Hey, Gary. Hey, Gary. Uh, thank you. Thank you. I love it, man. Happy, happy birthday. What is it, your 20th birthday? <laughs> what 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 birthday is it actually for you? Good for you, brother. How you been? You good? Everyone's great, brother. I just want to say happy birthday. I have to go in four minutes, so I'm gonna try to get to Mark and Renee. I love you. We'll talk soon. Mark. Okay, cool. Thanks for the opportunity. Of course. Uh, Gary, love your content. Thank uh, you. I know you have four minutes, so I'm gonna keep it uh, quick. Thank you. So I'm a, you know, like I'm a freelance, I'm a freelance UX designer working for the Prescribe brand right now, and like I want to do, I'm thinking about doing a podcast or Clubhouse. Like I would love to have your perspective. You on should, it. you should do your podcast on Clubhouse. I believe that Clubhouse yes. is rolling out a recording feature. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna do my podcast on Clubhouse, interview one person, let everybody listen, strip the audio, and then put it on my podcast. Awesome, thank you for that. And one more question, when are you coming to the Netherlands? Because we're waiting for you, man. Brother, I, I would love to be there. The way I travel is basically twofold. My business objectives for VaynerX, or when somebody puts up the big <laughs> six-figure bag to have me speak. So hopefully one of those two things will happen. Awesome. <laughs> All right, brother. Talk to you soon. Take care. Renee. I can't even say my name in less than four minutes, so I've got to make this <laughs> I love you. Okay, so what we have is um, pivoted wedding show producers for 30 years. We were starting to pivot to become digital marketers before the pandemic that pushed us over the edge. We have found that since we were business owners and you know marketing for our own companies, um, doing it, following you for seven years, doing everything you were saying, little mini Gary's is what we were, and we were you know making it work and sale. Pandemic came. We have found now, as we did, as we pivoted with our marketing company, we found that we are really best suited to be fractional CMOs. Interesting. We come back with a holistic mm -hmm. perspective, and we've got the we've got the age, we've got the prowess, we get it. We come in and we see things and cracks and crevices, and how do we attract that client? LinkedIn content to your face falls off, Renee. Like literally un unlimited content that says, do you need a fractional CMO? Another article is, do you know what a fractional CMO is? Another one that's titled like 13 ideas to help your marketing this year. And it's just a good piece of content. And at the bottom, 
it says, are you looking for a fractional CMO? This is what we do. Just go all in on that. I think it's a real space. It is. It really is. People say to us, oh, we want more leads. We want more leads. We go and find out if we, we can fill their funnel all freaking day. But guess what? They have holes. We, we did a video on YouTube called, do you have a sales funnel or a sales colander? Correct. People are losing them all left and right. LinkedIn is, LinkedIn okay. is your holy grail and host some rooms in here. Literally call it fractional CMO life and get 40, yeah. pe- 40 people will show up because that's how Clubhouse works. So content okay. in business places, preferably LinkedIn and Clubhouse. You got it. All right, Thank you, so much you got it, strategy. take care. Everybody, I'm sorry a little bit short this morning. I was gonna go on at 8.30, which is the t- AM, t- which is the time I'm targeting to go on with these tea with Gary Vee's. Um, gotta go to a meeting right now, but a couple things. One, if you take a screenshot of this right now and hit me up on Twitter with a question uh, in written form, I will try to answer some while I'm in meetings on Zoom all day. Uh, number two, if you have a question and you want to have me answer it on my social medias, video, video yourself right now asking your question, post it on Twitter with the hashtag AskGaryV. My team will look for good questions and then I'll answer some and you may show up on my Instagram where I'll tag you and you end up with 100 to 5,000 new followers. So um, those are two things that I can continue this conversation with based on my type schedule. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, I would love for you to also use the hashtag uh, you know, ask Gary V or tea with Gary V both work for me on Twitter and give me some feedback on this format. And I hope you have a beautiful, beautiful Wednesday. Cheers. Thank you everyone. Bye-bye. Can you just do a quick, uh, like recap intro, like ask Gary V style for this? Hey guys. Uh, thanks for watching. Hey guys. Thanks for watching my little session here on, on clubhouse, trying some different stuff with content. I hope some of those questions, uh, brought you some value. I really like the don't sell to the unsellable. So many of you were wasting so much time trying to convince instead of going to the next person who's already interested. Huge waste of time. Content, 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 and many other tidbits. I hope you enjoyed it. See ya. All right, episode's over. Please leave a review and subscribe up on Apple. It would mean a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot to me. Thank you very much. Thanks, Gary. Today's highlighted review goes to Incredible by JJGGBNK. T with Gary V number 11 killed it. The honesty and brashness light up people's minds and get them going. The insight you gave entrepreneurs today showed me how to approach my wife with her business and how she can truly run with it if she starts the video content. She is very much like the last guest, the Jers girl, and just finds the video content to be difficult to put out. Having her listen currently, stoked to get her business and following for homeschooling doubled. Thanks. So just keep those reviews coming and we can highlight yours next.